Blog Talk Radio. What's up, angels? It's your girl, Dean Howard. Make sure you tune in to the Honey Lounge with Teddy Bear, Tuesday through Friday, 1 through 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I want to send out a very special thank you to Grammy-nominated saxophonist, Mr. Gerald Albright. Thank you so much for joining us. And remember, family, be sure to purchase his new album, 30. It is available as we speak via Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. But for those who like to live a little bit more adventurous, you can always head over to uh, Amazon.com. And speaking of adventurous, Today's artist spotlight, very gifted singer, songwriter, my goodness, Kat Holland. New single, The One, from her forthcoming EP, Retrovision, due out in March, just around the corner. So on behalf of the teddy bear and the zone, it is my pleasure to welcome to LOTO Radio, the very talented Kat Holland. My queen, how are you doing this afternoon? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I am doing wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. And I must say I've had an opportunity to indulge myself on several occasions and listen to the single. And I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I found it very therapeutic. I found it very uh, vulnerable uh, and very transparent. And you come across in that manner. Oh, no, my pleasure. I just I just speak the truth. And that's one of the things I want to begin as far as a topic and discussion on your music. You show a lot of transparency through this particular single. And I can only imagine what the album is going to show. What does transparency and vulnerability mean to Kat Holland? Well, for me, I think one of my biggest goals when I was writing my music is I want it to be relatable, you know? So it was very important for me to be transparent in my lyrics and my songs because I just want people to feel like they're not alone, you know, in situations that they're going through, whatever it might be in life. And, um, yeah, so I I just feel like it's really important to make relatable songs. And um, I I know it's a very transparent song, and it was I I will admit it was very – scary releasing it out because you know it's it definitely is makes me very vulnerable but i think it was worth it if anybody can out there can relate to it well listening to the song like i have um i find it to be very therapeutic and i can only imagine how as far as the therapeutic aspects worked for you being able to complete Mm -hmm. the song um we have a tendency that we have we put so much so much expectation as far as what we mm-hmm. expect from an artist. 
Oh, yeah. And I can tell from you just in just conversing with you very early that you're your own greatest and worst critic for you. <laughs> how many, <laughs> so that's very how true. Many, <laughs> how many songs <laughs> were actually left off the EP? So there's going to be, including this single, there's going to be four songs. Okay. Um, I think altogether, when I um, went out to record the EP, I think I had about 10 songs um, that I had written to kind of choose from with my producer. And uh, we ended up choosing those four and leaving the rest out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. How, would you, how would you describe yourself? As an artist, because I've always uh, I, I've always had a great disdain for labels and putting people mm-hmm. in a box. But yeah. how would you describe yourself as an artist? As a matter of fact, how would you describe yourself as a songwriter? Um, well, I would say, I mean, I definitely like to write about love a lot, like and, and about relationships. That's definitely something I do. Um, but I also really and and you'll see this when the rest of my EP comes out, but I also really like to write about um, struggles with anxiety and depression. That's something that um, I've definitely struggled with anxiety a lot throughout my whole life. And um, it's just really important to me, I think, as an artist and as a songwriter, I think to, as I said, make relatable lyrics, but also to kind of help others through any hard times they might be going through. So I guess as a songwriter, I would consider myself compassionate and I want my music to come off as compassionate and not, you know, egotistical or anything like that. Can be very challenging in this industry. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Very, very challenging. Um, Relatable for you. What does it mean to you as an artist when you get that kind of, love and feedback from a listener or someone that has supported you and say, Hey, you know what, what you are singing about or what you are bringing to us. I'm going, I'm actually going through that particular situation right now, or I've been yeah. through it and you have helped me immensely. Mm-hmm. What is that? What does that mean to you to get that kind of feedback? I mean, it, it means so much, you know, to, just to know if anybody can click with my music um, just gives me such an amazing feeling to know that I could help anyone in any sort of way out there, even if it's small, you know, because my music, it's not for the money. It's not for the fame or anything like that. It's because I love to do it and because I love the community it creates. I love how it brings people together and if my music can help anybody in any sort of way, it just makes me feel amazing. Well, you know what? Your music makes us feel amazing. And I mean that in general <laughs> well, speaking. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> the reason why I say that, because I've always felt that music is the only vehicle that I consider the purest form of love. And bringing mm-hmm. everyone together because it's such a powerful vehicle that can be used to unite people. It really is. When you're in the studio and creating, you know, once you leave that creative process and you go out and perform, 
you have to take it to another level. What kind of feeling do you have when you actually have an opportunity to perform in front of an audience? Mm -hmm. And not only that, because I know it's such a high. How long does Mm -hmm. it take you to come down from that kind of high after a performance? (laughs) Well, um, it definitely, especially if it's a big performance, it takes a little bit to kind of, you know, come down from that high state of like anxiety and, and just like wanting to impress everybody, wanting to make sure your performance is perfect. And I'm definitely a perfectionist when it comes to that type of thing. So um, it definitely, and if it goes well, you know, and usually um, it does, but you know, if it goes well, then it's definitely a high that I probably ride for the rest of the day or the night, you know, and, and it's, you know, the come down can be hard too, because, you know, you're on this high of like performing in front of people and just the adrenaline rushing through you. And uh, the come down can be a little rough at times because you're like, okay, what's next? You know? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, wait, wait a minute. You expect me to take out the trash or cook dinner? You got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. One of, the, <laughs> one of the vibes that I get from your music. You have a a touch of Joni Mitchell that I get from your music. Yeah. Um, I've actually gotten that quite a bit. Very much so. And I, to me, that's one of the highest compliments that you could possibly ever receive because she's such mm-hmm. an extremely gifted, not just artist, but an exceptional, yeah. exceptional songwriter. Uh, for you, yeah. you said music relatable. Mm-hmm. A lot of the industry does not want to hear that as far as, quote, unquote, the few major labels that do exist. What does it mean yeah. to you to be an independent artist and have that level of control over your music instead of being signed to a major label? Yeah. I mean, I think it just gives me a lot more freedom to do what I want to do with my music and with my time. You know, if I were signed to a major label and I'm not saying that, I would never want that, but if I were signed to a major label, they kind of take over, you know, and they kind of decide for you what you're going to sing and what you're going to write, and it's not really up to you once you sign with someone like that. So I think for me it's just the level of freedom that you have when you're you're a solo artist. Um, I think it's honestly in a lot of ways better than being signed to a label. How long did it take you to become comfortable with showing that kind of sense of vulnerability? Because I get a sense that you're very, um, oh, what is the word that I'm looking for that leaves me at this time? Um, you definitely play everything very close to the vest. And it seems to me that you is very challenging. I don't like to use the term hard. It can be very challenging yeah. to let or allow someone in that wall. Mm-hmm. What did yeah, it take I, you I to mean, feel comfortable to be that way? I mean, over time, you know, it's gotten easier to be more vulnerable with large groups of people and, you know, other musicians. And especially, I think for me, it was the hardest to bring these songs, you know, to my producer and the musicians that I worked with because they are so open and vulnerable 
that when I first sat down and sang them, like, it was like, I was very nervous, you know? So, I mean, it's, it's taken time for me to be able to feel okay about opening up like this, but it gets easier, I guess, over time is what I'm trying to say. So you have become comfortable accepting adulation and appreciation. Have you be, are you okay with that now? Uh, it's no. definitely, you know, <laughs> over time it, it gets easier, but um, it's it's interesting having people ask me such personal questions, you know, because the songs are so personal. <laughs> well, you hey, you know, we, you know, like the words of uh, Stan Lee, he said, what great power comes mm-hmm. great responsibility. And once you become <laughs> quote unquote popular, or as you say, relatable. They want more mm-hmm. from you. The expectations become mm-hmm. increasingly higher. What are your expectations oh, yeah. from the upcoming EP, Retrovision? Um, I don't know. I, I, I just, I don't want to have too high of expectations, you know, because I am, it's my first EP, you know, so um, I don't want to, you know, have such high expectations to where I let myself down. But I really do hope that people recognize the fact that it's, especially with the other three songs that you guys are going to hear, it's really a different flavor from a lot of music out there. Uh, I would consider it jazz pop, but it's, I, I grew up listening to blues and jazz and stuff. So it was important to me to incorporate that into my music. Also, I grew up listening to pop as well. So those are two genres of music that are very close to my heart. So I hope that people can recognize the different kind of sound that it has than a lot of other music and appreciate it. Well, I'm thoroughly excited to see what you were able to accomplish with the new EP. But like all good things, We'll wait and be patient. March is just just around <laughs> just around the corner. But in the meantime, we are definitely blessed to uh, celebrate your latest effort, the new single that's being released as available as we speak. The one. Can yeah. you tell the listeners out there about this particular single from the new EP? Yeah. So this song. Um, in particular is about my five-year relationship that um, I'm still in now. And I actually wrote it during a time that we were having to live separately and live apart and we weren't able to speak to each other much. Um, And so I, one day, honestly, this song, I just sat down and it came out of me one day and it wasn't like something that I spent like, years on writing or anything but it just kind of spilled out of me and um it definitely you know like we've said it's very vulnerable and um very open but i it ended up being one of my favorite songs i've ever written so that's why i decided to release it as the single and uh, i had a lot of help along the way i i recorded it with um clifford brodsky out in los angeles and we actually recorded it at the village studios Um, and I had some amazing session musicians that worked on it with me and really brought the song to life. And, uh, I'm just 
really, really happy with the finished product. Well, we are definitely pleased, and uh, it is my pleasure to uh, share this new single with all the listeners out there. So on behalf of the teddy bear, let's get into my pleasure. The latest single from the upcoming album, Retrovision, from the super talented Cat Holland, of course, the one here in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio. And the morning's April air rushing in Yellow sunlight starts to peek through the blinds Don't be covered, my blanket is a sin Only one thing 
Mercy, the very talented Kat Holland, of course, the first release from her new EP, Retrovision, the one due out on March the 22nd. And remember, family, to get all the latest updates, let your fingers do the walking, stop by her official website at www.cathollandmusic.com. Also, you can catch up and support her on Instagram. That's at instagram.com forward slash Cat Holland Music. My queen, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Again, I cannot wait until Retrovision comes out. Whatever you need, please do not hesitate to let us know. And uh, when the second single is ready, send it over to us and we will debut it here first. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me. Oh, the pleasure. And see, it didn't hurt at all. See, I was gentle as a lamb. Lord have mercy. (laughs) (laughs) It was was a pleasure talking with you. Same here. Much continued success. God bless. The the very talented (laughs) Kat Holland. You're in the zone of LOTO Radio. Lord have mercy. 221 Pacific Standard Time. Here in Las Vegas, uh, the teddy bears in Vegas, handling business. Uh, <laughs> no need to fear. The teddy bear will touch down in Houston, back home very, very soon. But in the meantime, pay the cost to be the boss while I got you here. Comfy and cozy, like Linus Blanket. Let's get into some K-Cola with uh, River Water. They're in the zone of L-O-T-O Radio. Taking me to desert searching for water But he wasn't gonna leave without what he came for I said even if you find him, boy, it's probably too cold
<laughs> Lord Hammer, man. I want to tell you, it was such a thrill for the teddy bear to have uh, Gerald Albright on the show, man. Part of my uh, long-awaited bucket list. Man, it was definitely a pleasure. And for those who uh, missed that interview, we got you covered. All you have to do is pull up your app on your phone, type in these three words, L-O-T-L, ah, the zone, <laughs> on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play Music Store. We got you covered, man. It's a beautiful thing. Like the Pharaoh once said, so it is written, so it shall be done. Let's get lost in the late great Leon Timbo. Well, can't you know what? See, that's what happens when you lose track. <laughs> Having a blast. The one and only Mr. Leon Ware with, yes, Lord, deeper than love. Here in the zone. Hello, T.O. Radio. Deeper, so much deeper. 
and my man Glenn Lewis. This is actually Valentine's Day 2019, Thursday, February the 14th. Yeah, it's being sponsored by Black Nova Management. This is the first annual Valentine's Day Love and Soul event, and it'll be right here in Houston, Texas. And also, what we have so special, I'm going to give you some more details. I'm going to give you all the details on tomorrow's broadcast. We're also giving away tickets, 10 tickets. Have an opportunity to walk the red the red carpet. Not only that, get that VIP section, after party, you name it. We got you covered again on tomorrow's broadcast. I'm going to be giving away a total. I'm you know what I'm gonna do? I'm going to give away on tomorrow's broadcast. I'm gonna give away four tickets. And then leading up on Tuesday and Wednesday, the day before, I'm gonna give up the last six pair of tickets okay so again tune in tomorrow get more information we got you covered okay <laughs> got you covered gotta make it special but every day is a valentine's day i want to thank everybody from tune thank everyone for tuning in and tuning out all the negativity has definitely been a beautiful experience again much love and much thanks to cat holland thank you my love and family be sure to get that new hit single the one from the forthcoming ep Retrovision due out on March the 22nd. And you get all the latest updates to follow. Support her. Yeah, go to www.cathollandmusic. That's cat with a K. Hollandmusic.com. The same handle for her Instagram page. And again, for those who are tuning in late and missed the interview, no need to fear. The teddy bear has you covered. All you have to do is pull up that app on your phone. We're on iHeartRadio. Spotify, Google Play Music Store, and also on iTunes and type in these words, L-O-T-L, The Zone. Yeah. <laughs> and to get all of these updates, yeah, catch up with us, follow us, support us. We're on Instagram at Instagram.com forward slash L-O-T-L Radio, The Zone. Also on Facebook with the same handle, but a little bit of a special twist on Twitter. That's at Twitter.com forward slash L-O-T-O radio until we meet again on the other side as in always keep it soulful while you're vibing here in the zone of L-O-T-O radio Tell me. 
This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud. 
fuel innovation with responsible AI and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com.